0: you are listening to the Fortnite Pod. What up? What up? What up and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite podcast. It's your host here Monster Face bringing you guys another episode to kick off April. We're recording this on a a young fine beautiful texas tuesday or wednesday excuse me (laughs) texas wednesday and i and i say that because our good friend sbg heard that panda was joining us and bailed out uh so this (laughs) week it's just gonna be me and panda um bringing you guys all the good stuff before i give panda the mic though i just want to say uh thank you guys for of course downloading the episodes checking in with us doing all that good stuff on all the avenues that y'all listen to these episodes on but panda my boy what's up you scared off sbg what happened
1: Dude, I was so excited, man. I'm like, yes, finally, I can be back for a show. Like one of the weeks, I wasn't feeling well, and then a bunch of other stuff coming up. But no, listen, I'm excited to be back here with the community, hanging out for the Fortnite podcast. And honestly, uh, you know what, SPG, I hope you're listening to this, man. Coming back from your big trip, we'll just say that. Uh, I hope you're listening to this, man. And this is what I gotta say, SPG. I hope you hurt your elbow.
0: hope you, know you stub your toe hurt your yeah, elbow your toe uh, uh kick your shin on the the edge of the bed you know all all, all <laughs> those things that are inconveniences to life uh but anyways man it's good to have you back panda we did miss out on you last week sbg and i ran through a, a world of different topics and i feel like we're basically picking up where we left off but this time, we're on the other side of the foot. Last week, we had such a positive episode. There were so many great things to celebrate with Creative 2.0 and you know just the announcements and the future of, of what Fortnite is to be. And then this week... Again, we're on the other side. We got to talk about uh, the downfalls of some. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off there. Esports has been in trouble over the last, I'd say, this entire 2023 year. Uh, it feels like the honeymoon phase of 2020, 2021, 2022 is now officially over. The pandemic, for whatever reason, was such a boom in, in virtual economies, but also the esports economy in particular, seen such a, a such an upswing in investment But now things are, like, drying up, um, and it seems like esports companies and production companies, tech companies across the entire industry are in trouble. And this week, we have CLG with a leak announcement. I don't even know if this is really true just yet, but basically there's rumblings that um, Counter Logic Gaming might be in trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, esports, like you were saying, as a whole, is kind of uh, in a rough spot. We've seen all the stuff going on with FaZe, TSM then announcing that they're potentially leaving League of Legends, which, I mean, honestly, TSM without League is insane to think about. yeah. um, And selling off their LCS spot. And then, of course, the announcement that CLG uh, may now be selling and laying off almost their entire staff. Now, let me give you a little context. So uh, Madison Square Garden, MSG, purchased CLG uh, a few years back. And when they did it was a huge sign for the community that like major players uh, were investing in esports and clg even as recently as six months ago was looking to do some big things in the fortnite scene big things in other scenes and so there was no true tell that this was coming so then of course a few days ago reporter leaks that clg uh is going is, is prepping to sell and in the process a completely lay off the entire team. So that's pretty insane to think about to lay off all your employees, the players, everything all at one time. Like usually that's that's typical of a team that's that's going under and, and maybe they're they're not looking to do anything else, but a team that's selling part of what you're selling is the assets of the people involved in the company. Right. As well as the players, so that's where the the whole announcement confused me a bit. But I'm curious, what direction this is going to go in?
0: Yeah, it's the infrastructure, right? Like it makes you it makes you wonder that if you're going to fire everyone and relinquish your your players from their contracts and pretty much seesaw operations, who's going to buy a business that isn't yeah. in some kind of functioning order? Like regardless of what, um, I don't feel like the CLG brand is that strong to just pick up like that but i could be wrong i mean we've seen dumber money spent right? like literally mm-hmm. in the past let's not forget um man i wish i could uh, remember the name was it k2g gaming that purchased that other weird crypto remember the guy that was in the crypto scam oh. that took XYZ's money and then they sold it to, was, right wasn't
1: his name wasn't his name crypto literally Dude. yeah literally yeah, his name was crypto and he took a uh, kirsch tna kirsch yes he well, took him for a, a half a million dollars and my point is he
0: sold the like one of his the organization brand for like hundreds of thousands i'm pretty sure to another company or so the so the rumor said or maybe it was team 33 i don't know we've seen dumb money spent in the past so (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me if someone literally bought a business that is not in some kind of functioning order that i I wouldn't Mm -hmm. put it past investors at this point but investing money has seemed to slow down especially within again esports and this is probably why we're seeing all this downscaling um talking about teams having troubles ts uh we talked about phase already kind of on the brink of being delisted or already possibly delisted from the stock market i don't know but snoop Dogg steps down from their board of directors as a you know again one of the one of the folks that was helping lead things on the back end which is really weird it was already a questionable pickup people just talked about what does snoop have to do with any kind of business lead direction in the gaming space like what does he know um but again it just shows you that there was just money being tossed around and and Burned in different areas, and clearly it it hasn't really been working out. Um, when you look at the numbers that even FaZe reported, the millions that they're going basically negative month to month, it really makes you wonder like, this can't be sustainable, regardless of how wealthy you are.
1: No, it it can't be. And I mean, look, MSG is to be clear, Madison Square Gardens is the biggest venue in, in New York, and as a company it's a massive company it's not a a small venture by any means so for them to pull out it's not that they don't have the money to maintain it it's that they just don't see the the true value in in maintaining it during these times and i think that's what a lot of orgs are doing right now is they're they're looking at the sheet and they're like look i know in five years esports will be booming again what do i have to do to to play into that 5 year marker. Okay, do I have to cut LCS for TSM? Maybe. I mean, you sell that spot and that's millions of dollars back in your pocket to uh to fund other teams which they mentioned they're going to fund into CS:GO 2. Uh it's just it's such it's such a scary time to see all of this happening for any individual that's involved in esports at all. I'm not saying again that esports is going anywhere long term. But short-term, the ramifications of what we're seeing right now is massive, and we're going to continue to feel it here uh, clearly into 2024, in my opinion. And this is just, we're kind of, in my opinion, hitting more or less a peak, but it'll start leveling out here soon.
0: Yeah, and you know, just kind of talking about like where Fortnite is in particular, it was really interesting because like uh, a good friend of ours, Darren Glover, he's the VP of Gaming at Vayner Sports. Um, he represents Booga and a couple other signings of like kind of the, the gaming sector, if you will, Vayner Gaming. Um, they help bring like their creators to market, and uh, amongst that, there was a conversation had where Booga sat down, I believe, with the folks over at, at Esports. Um, you know, there's like this handle that covers all Esports things, and Booga was talking about the the future of Fortnite in particular, like while everyone is downsizing and backing out, and this whole kind of pessimistic attitude about esports, like, oh, it's not going to make it, esports is dying. Like, Buga didn't even see it that way. He's like, dude, it's really not. Yeah, you have people exiting, but like, then you have on the other foot the way Dignitas is super bullish and taking advantage and signing the best players and scaling up. And then he just said, look at the Fortnite player base, like, in particular, it is literally thriving right now like in in a ways that no one ever really expected to be at this point in time whether the viewership really reflects that or not is a different conversation um that to me just comes down to a different level of like marketing dollars and how you how it's being spent or, or invested but it's very clear that gaming isn't going anywhere like gaming as a, as a whole which means the the nature of folks wanting to compete within those games is definitely not going anywhere anytime soon especially yep. when you see the success of games literally like fortnite killing it right now
1: i mean Fortnite's prepping to hit a new peak here with uefn oh yeah and creative 2.0 getting launched i mean it it, it it i will say this it is a tough time for uefn and creative 2.0 to launch but even in what is probably the toughest market we've seen for gaming in general it is still blowing up and in the perspective uh on uefn is huge so while i think we're, we're again we're in for a, a short-term bumpy ride as far as being any kind of part of esports long term we're gonna not only thrive but we're gonna see new peaks new heights and i think that plays a lot into fortnite too because like we've talked about and, and like most people are talking about right now, UEFN can easily create the next peak moment for Fortnite and surpass it. World Cup was amazing. It was a huge monumental moment in gaming, not just for Fortnite, but in gaming in general with the the record-breaking prize pools and stuff. However, UEFN has the potential to bring insane numbers to the game that we haven't seen before, which is saying something, when, it, when the game is used to having 250 million individual players every month
0: yeah it's bigger than just about every other game in the market right now i think the only one coming close to a huge boom right now is probably counter-strike 2 uh, or counter-strike with the with the verge of counter-strike 2 being announced the numbers have been going crazy so uh, i can't wait to see how much uh counter-strike makes in the year 2023 the money is going to be wild but just to kind of tie things in for for dignitas and scaling in the future because they are speaking and looking towards the future here's a word from them from that article Uh, as many esports or apart from Fortnite due to the unorthodox esports model Dignitas understands the impact the game is currently having and will have on today's gamer and tomorrow's consumer so that's a very interesting line that they are looking to tackle today's gamer and tomorrow's consumer arguably at a cost that no one else uh has gotten right because all the big orgs came in early spent big money for these inflated prices but where dignitas is coming in nice and late picking up the scraps picking up what's uh what's left uh they have this this different perspective so they go on to say, rather than walking away, the internal team at Dig will be an instrumental piece in shaping the future and reaping the benefits as one of the leaders. They're energized on helping the craft uh, this future and impact it together. Let's get to work. And then they go on to, to list off a couple folks there. So super impactful statement. It's pinned on Darren Glover's um, Twitter if you guys want to go check it out. He posts awesome stuff, just kind of covering topics within eSports. That was uh, published about a month ago, the last day of February, on the 28th there. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's really cool to see kind of these insights, these different perspectives on our industry leaders and people that are really doing it, not speaking about it. Um, and, and there's really not many left now in Fortnite. So as we continue the coverage, I mean, there's going to be a lot of talk about Dignitas and what they're doing week to week as they continue their tour. But uh, I want to I jump into, like, where the game is right now, though, Panda, because obviously, um, you know, orgs and, and money can be spent and expanded upon. But at the end of the day, the players have to enjoy the experience. Right now, the game has never been more, um, I don't know, stale endgame? Do we call it that? It, it's
1: anti-climatic. It's what is it? I, controversial. Mm, look. Okay. So, if you don't know, if you haven't watched any of the first competitive events for the season here in chapter four season two uh you may have missed how these games are playing out so two weeks ago playstation cup right we're watching it and it is playing out uh as anticipated a lot of heal-offs a few games ending before heal-off but primarily heal-off games and then immediately after playstation cup there's an update to augments and in that update includes a pizza party augment that gives you chug splashes and a pizza box. So op. So, in in a meta where heal off is the main way to win the game, and Queasy, by the way, won PlayStation Cup using heal off. He got four eliminations in six games, four, but he won three or four games. So it, it all comes down to we're in we're in it, this point in Fortnite where we had seen heal off get nerfed several times in the past. But then this change to zones unexpectedly has now brought heal off to the forefront yet again, but in a way more impactful way. I was watching a clip from Aussie Antics, and he was watching an end game where it was Acorn. It was, uh, it was literally like six or seven people out healing storm sickness, not just storm damage, but storm sickness. Like, and storm sickness takes you for like forty HP each tick. So for them to be able to do that is crazy. So, uh, look, it's definitely a weird spot as far as heal-off goes. Uh, But I imagine before FNCS starts, we'll probably see some kind of adjustment.
0: Well, we would hope so. This is really a game shifting uh, evolution happening inside of Fortnite right now. It's plaguing the game. I've seen some rage clips as well. Like in 1v1s, a dude with a crazy heal off. He's like, surely, like, that has to be close. And it jumps over and loads the guy's inventory. Jellyfish is everywhere. Like, he still had, like, a crazy inventory. So, heal offs right now are, um, they're in a tough spot, man. They're in a really, really tough spot. So, if they don't get fixed, we're gonna have a lot of anticlimactic uh, games essentially leading into qualifiers indefinitely for finals as people play more cautiously for that w for that win now this this could be argued that this is the reason we're seeing another wave of professional players exiting the game the game has hit a point in time where for some is not as fun and most notably we have now nani announcing his 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 exiting of the game okay great player nonetheless but not at the peaks of someone like Miro who has also stepped away from the game and this looks like a, a real a real stepping away from the Fortnite not like scented announcing he's quit and then he's literally playing but like i think i think Sir, uh, Miro was pretty genuine in, in his announcement talking about how he's ready to exit Fortnite competitively
1: yeah i think uh, Miro in my opinion Miro's been uh, tapped out uh Fortnite for a bit. But I think the Dignitas contract kept him in it and kept him involved to some extent, right? I think when, when you're representing a team, obviously you're going to put your best foot forward, or at least hopefully you're putting your best foot forward to support the, the team's vision as well as you competing. And so it looked like Dignitas may have separated from Miro. It's still, Miro yeah. still has it in his name, but they posted a video saying, thank you, Miro, more or less like a send-off video. So I don't know if it's official, what's going on there. But Miro mentioned in his departure letter that he doesn't know how long he's going to take a break, but he is going to take a break. And it raises the question why this is happening now. Like like you mentioned, the, the current state of the game probably doesn't help. I also think it has a lot to do with NA combining servers. Mm. And, and it's kind of like you have to make a decision now. If you're not within great ping range, do you make the move or do you step More away from sacrifice. The game? Yeah. You yeah. have to make a choice. the, the games so,
0: the game's been like you said, taxing already. these are these are young adults and and teenagers alike, right? They've put so much in for all these years to get to where they are. And they're faced with this big question. like you said, do you make the move? If you want to be the best, the best, you have to compete on the most competitive um, advantages possible and right now that means coming to texas being in some kind of central ping location so you have that zero ping opportunity or else you will be left behind like let's be honest you're you're not doing yourself a favor um just to kind of piggyback onto people that have made this transition, uh, I want to bring up a, a post from a Young Calculator, who we haven't covered in a long time on this podcast since he kind of, you know, exited uh, Fortnite and stopped being as controversial uh, on on the internet and stuff like that. He's really grown into his own. Uh, but basically just a couple days ago people were giving him a lot of uh smack talk because he got a summer job that pays him 15 an hour to pay for his own funds while he's going to community college and stuff and it's crazy because people were like what happened to the hundreds of thousands you made like yada yada he's like dude I'm of course i made that money i still have a lot of that money but 100 100k in the bank, 200k in the bank is it's not enough to live off for the rest of your life. Like I have to continue to grow and he um he really addressed that head on and, and I love the post and I love that he's got a job and he's like proudly talking about it. to his uh you know hundreds of thousands of followers basically because he has grown to the point to where we've always paraded on this podcast. There's going to come a point in your in your life as a as a creator especially when you realize, like, all that attention, all the clout that you have in this crazy journey you're on, you might have taken for granted or don't take it for granted, right? And yep. he he addresses that like fully. If you pull up his Twitter, you can see his most recent post there.
1: Well, it was funny because there are some responses in there that are like, yo, show up to your job interview with a Rolex on. With right? Because he has her like, Rolex. <laughs> could you imagine? It's oh, like. Man. Yeah, no big deal. I'm here for my fifteen dollar an hour job wearing my Rolex. Like uh, he's really a
0: baller. Like you know what I mean? Like nah. it's crazy. To think so he's someone who's like, for himself, financial, financially, you know, of of no, he has no financial burdens. Let's put it like that, right? He he really just has to worry about paying his way through college. So that job's gonna offset, right? Like his his funds that he already has. Like he's chilling, dude. So he really gets to. He just gets to enjoy life, which is so awesome. I love to see this transitionary phase. Um, And I'm just going to read it. He says, to anyone who's ever supported me, helped me in my esports journey in any way, I thank you. And I'm forever grateful for you making my life so amazing. Uh, If you ever subbed, followed, or played with me, I really do appreciate you, even if I don't know you. And he says, sorry for getting sentimental on the timeline, but I'm feeling good right now. And I thought I'd share how I feel, because I know a lot of people don't think I feel this way. But the older I get, the more I realize how special it all really was. So thank you. And like that, that was like super cool to see that like side of young Cal because he's, he's gotten older. He's always been such a bright guy. If you listen way back to the podcast, I used to defend him when people like hated his guts for the stupid stuff he was saying. I was like, yeah, it's, it's dumb, but he's brutally honest. And he's himself, yeah. so you can't even be mad at that. Like he, he takes the good and the bad, man, and, and that, that was really cool to see.
1: I wonder what that conversation looks like with a, a potential employer they're like, oh, what did you do in the past? I don't think you can mention it, to be honest. Especially <laughs> not young Calc. Because if young Calc's like, Yeah, yeah, I was young Calc. I went I when I woke up. Like <laughs>
0: oh, man.
1: and they look you up and they see like the controversy, the controversy around him and stuff, like in the past. Obviously it's in the past, but that's the thing about creating an online persona that these kids nowadays don't realize, and, and now young calc is realizing it himself, is that your words once published on the internet are permanent. It is not something that you can take back. Your actions will continue to live in a space uh that could affect your future forever. I worked in human resources. I worked in hiring people, and trust me when I say when we bring on people, especially people in higher uh level positions, we do a, a social background check and, and so on. So, if you're putting stuff out there in the internet for people to find that is less becoming of who you want to be in the future, be mindful of that because realistically it can't come back to bite you if you don't stay in this scene for the rest of your life, which yeah. some people obviously won't, but.
0: And it happens all the time, right? But, you know, we, and we've seen people bounce back from it. Like, let's all be honest, we've all done dumb things. And you know, who you are today is not who, definitely not who you were 10 years ago, or you'd hope you've done some kind of growth and development in the meantime, and we've seen it. So um, again, this this all really ties in as we see Miro starting to exit out of the, of the community, potentially, and, and Dignitas obviously losing an amazing player um, in our entire scene, taking this blue. Low, but hey, Dig is doing so well. And you know, we're excited to see what the roster is gonna become of it. But with that, again, some pros are making the commitment. There's a lot of people literally making the transition, jumping all in. And we have tons of pros moving to Texas right now. Um, the most notable probably those coming from uh the West Coast, man. The West Coast boys are moving right on into Texas.
1: Yeah, reading Epic Whale, man. They've made their way in. And can I say I'm kind of jealous of these pictures and stuff I'm seeing on the timeline man Epic Wales got pen, like a penthouse nice city, vibes, yeah dude. penthouse <laughs> city view clicks another no, a huge name moving to Texas got his own like multi bedroom like penthouse overlooking Dallas and stuff I, I like, was
0: wondering if Epic Whale moved into Clicks like one of Clicks' rooms Cause like it was literally like it looks it kind of was the vibe right like they're literally I'm like dude what are the chances that they're in the same building like I, I felt like maybe maybe Epic will move into Clix's and they haven't announced that yet uh because yeah. Epic only showed off like his room and kind of his living space. But I mean these again we're talking about multi-millionaires like which is really again super cool that like Fortnite kids got it like that they can relocate across the country and be on their own um but you know epic is a young man he's one of the older competitors but still one of the best globally
1: no for sure and, and you know it's funny because it's not just pros making this move i don't know if you notice this uh jivy rip rara and and some other like notable social figures are also making the move to texas so it's like it's definitely not just to compete anymore Hopefully, it's to rebuild, in my opinion, the creator economy that has been missing from Fortnite for quite some time. We've seen what uh, Cypher and Oni have done with like Bonsai Bros and Rex, bringing them in to do like high quality content right there in Oni Studios. That's located in Texas. Then you have these big creators. uh, You have big pros. And then of course, you have the big Monster D face all in Texas. So you know big things are coming and I hope, fingers crossed, this is what I would love to see. I'd love to see them all getting together, no matter what happens in the game, whether they have Busa on the timeline or drop spot, whatever, they come together and they create dope content. And they do this in a big way, because that is the one thing that Fortnite has missed for quite some time, is the ability to build narratives around these players, uh, sharing their own content and living vicariously through that content so that we can create these better storylines every FNCS, and hopefully it drives more eyes to the esport as well.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. There, there's so much room for, for growth here, and like you said, just to really do something cool with the chance that's been given to them. Um But luckily for us, like we said, this is just the beginning, right? So maybe this first year caught people off guard and we don't have the resources to build something around this. But central servers aren't going anywhere. I don't really think Fortnite competitive is going anywhere. I, I foresee Epic continuing to invest in the game's prize pool and player base and all that good stuff. So we're going to have many more FNCSs to come. I mean, shoot, we have a global championship to look forward to at the end of the year, right? Like, this is all a great thing. So in the years and the following months... I can absolutely see orgs finally deciding, all right, we're in Texas, we're nowhere we could go. Um, it's a it's affordable place to have zero ping. The content hopefully will come as the orgs invest into it. So That's just a little sample of some of the pros who've already made that transition gearing up for this new FNCS as the year rolls on and people get out of some of those, uh, like we saw, uh, those housing arrangements and agreements uh, that they renewed contracts and leases for their homes in Virginia, the old zero-paying. Let's see. I think we're going to have a lot more people migrating over. So, um, uh, you know, it's still to be determined, but there's no way, there's zero-zero chance that uh if you take the game seriously you're not also seriously contemplating coming to zero ping
1: and like i said it's more it's more than just to compete now i think uh genuinely if you care about content it's to blow up you care it's, about, it's to make it uh, right creating if you, it, it is in my opinion what la was 5 years ago 5 6 years ago with the vine stars and all that that's what Dallas is now for the esports community. And I think when when you think about esports events, they have the Esports Arena there in Arlington that's owned and operated by Optic. They have DreamHack Dallas every year. They they're going to have esports functions for these people to get together in big ways. But if you're there year round and you're surrounding yourself with good people to create content with, now is the time to do it and there's so much potential to blow up. Like legitimately we could see the next big names from fortnite created because they took the leap of faith and went to texas
0: yeah and and linking up with these established brands and basically cultivating this new wave this new era so the the potential is for sure there i mean we've seen so many great things happen with cold who again did the same thing he paired up with the a tier one name who was kind of doing it and then of course made his own name through his own skill that, that can translate anywhere. Imagine you do that in person. Like it's only going to amplify that, that opportunity, that possibility. Um, but this moves us into a little bit more coverage. Uh, last week, we did get to talk all about San Diego. What's to come with Gamers 8 and all that good stuff. This week practice server got to announce a huge announcement that we will be helping dreamhack san diego come to life so the practice boys will be there we're helping with the broadcast with the admin stuff just making sure everything goes smooth um kind of moving the system onto unite a more familiar tool with the players just again we want to give some presence to the dreamhack track right um it, i mean panda you've attended dream hacks in the past there wasn't really a, a real admin presence there like if you needed help it was kind of like like what's going on right so we're, we're gonna help bring a little more structure to that and make it so it feels more like a, a competitive pit environment we're really trying to help bring that feel to dream hack so we're stoked we're excited and there's a lot of big names coming as well man so this san diego kickoff although it was only announced with like dude like less than four weeks of, of of window to get there tons of people are making the travel already
1: yeah i mean it's huge we we got savage malabuka queasy all making the trip over you boys there's more uh, eu boys coming i know we got like reet and some others making their way back it's funny reet and epic whale just moved to texas and i'm pretty sure both of them going right uh, back <laughs> are going right back uh over to san diego uh so it's gonna be pretty exciting and like you mentioned, I have some perspective working with DreamHack um, on different broadcasts and different things in those events, and and not to say anything bad with with DreamHack, but unfortunately, the system they were using just isn't foolproof, uh, and it, and it can run into issues. So it's cool to see um, that they took some of the feedback and and they're running with it, and not only running with it, but they they brought on who is the premier fortnite broadcast experience and practice server and that's not me just saying that because i'm sitting uh virtually next to monster d face i I have a virtual weapon pointed Uh, at him right now (laughs) (laughs) no genuinely like when you look at uh, what is done in the fortnite scene and who handles uh the the show aspect of a fortnite event and you compare it no one does it better than practice server so that's why even when we were at dallas last year and or when we looked at Atlanta. Most of the comments from the players that were there on site were, okay, how do we get practice server involved? Well, guess what? Practice here. So I have full faith this weekend is going to go extremely well in San Diego. And, uh, you know, you might hear a familiar name uh, popping his hat in the ring to hang out with Monster D face as Things go on.
0: Heck yeah! You know we got to bring in the best talent. So who knows? By the time when this <laughs> goes live, what'll be out there? Um, yeah, dude. It's it's one of those things, man. You know, I I don't like I don't want to speak highly of who we are, what we do, but of course I have to take don't pride. Worry, I, will. I have to take pride in what we've built, and, and I love hearing it from from people like you because again, you are on that other side, right? We build it, you experience it so to hear that coming from you it feels really good because there is always a lot riding on the lines for these opportunities we're just a small company man just doing what we do what we love to do and that's like cater to esports and build awesome esports experiences and just you know experiences in general um and we're just now getting into these in-person experiences so for dreamhack Dude, I mean, I sat down, I came up with, like, the best game plan on paper, in theory, if everyone does what they should do, not, like, our staff, but, like, just the players having common sense, it should be amazing, but as we know, players will be players, dudes will be moving out of their seats and missing cues and all that other stuff, so, hopefully... You know, we could put the fires out as fast as possible as we normally do. We definitely plan on sticking to a strict schedule, for the broadcast is helping us. We just want to keep it clean. We want to, we want to stick to our guns and, and do what we do. So, players, be at your seats. Get ready to compete, man. And, and if you have a problem, ask for help. Our team will be there to support you and get you in those lobbies. Um, it basically, it, the way I see it is if you don't have a great time, it's because you didn't want to have a great time. It really should be no excuses. Like we host so many tournaments, um, and we have such a such a clean system. Uh, I think I think we just I think it's gonna be awesome, man. I can't wait to just see the floor and and you know hopefully we see some reactions and you know all that kind of stuff. Man, it should be dope.
1: No, nah, it'll be dope, one hundred percent. So I'm super pumped to see how San Diego comes together. And honestly, another thing to talk about, and I know you guys probably talked about it last week, but this is the first step to Gamers Eight.
0: Even bigger, yeah, literally so, even bigger.
1: Insane. That it's insane that people are going to walk away with qualifying spots to the big, the biggest third-party land there is. Period. Uh, for the Fortnite scene, so it's gonna be a huge weekend. I'm super excited to see who's gonna be able to walk away, uh, with one of those spots because what is it? I think it's like ten spots up for grabs there in the finals. Uh for this weekend, then there's gonna be 10 more spots in Dallas. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But remember, it's duo zero build. So even though we hear Savage, Malabuka, Queasy, Reed, like we hear all these names that we're like, oh, okay, these guys are gonna do well, this is not necessarily their full-time element. So while they definitely have the potential to do good and win, it's again, it's kind of anything goes, especially when you got names like jate who is a zero bill, full-time committed player. Going up against these big names, I'm gonna I'm gonna be interested to see who gets dethroned.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we talked about his signing last week, and how you know we we have uh, TNA PSG jumping in and kind of investing. So it is a very cool dynamic we have going on right now with the growth of Zero Build. And I mean, to your point, a two hundred fifty thousand air quotes qualifier is not a qualifier guys this is a tournament mm-hmm. with a lot of money and it, it will help you get to an even bigger tournament with like changing money like truly in the millions um so man this is what fortnite has to offer our, our competitors right now and again we're just happy we get to play a small part in it and just helping uh with the structure and 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 building this out and and being a part of that roadmap. so this is san diego there's dallas there's dreamhack summer in sweden i saw some of the promotional stuff uh you know some of the banners and i saw at the top i think it said like powered by el giganten who you see in the giganten cups they've been putting tons of money into like hosting stuff over there so who knows what like sweden experience is going to be like but there's there's a lot going in right now and you know that that's just for the saudi event who knows what else is going to be announced right like the summer is approaching Surely there's more tournaments. We talked about the Red Bull tournament. Like this is just a really, I think the first marketing bend, right, for Fortnite and, and the stuff to come. But looking past that, there's always more things. So this should be a really, really fun year for in-person activations.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped. I am. Uh I think it's going to be uh big, depending on, of course, uh how gamers Aid is structured fully. I know that we have like some uh, obviously three opportunities for open spots, but they're gonna have to invite some people too. oh yeah uh, based yeah not of being duos. so I'm curious who they're gonna invite. but if it's anything like Gamers Day was last year, it's gonna be a, a spectacle they they genuinely do really great productions, especially based in that that arena that they kind of built for themselves. Uh, being there was honestly super cool to be a part of. The one thing I do hope they work on, uh, and maybe you never know, they just tap you guys in, uh, the observing, uh, I think is a big thing. But I mean, look, this could be more to what is to come in the future. You guys crush it this weekend. Hey,
0: man, and, if, uh, if they want to fly out a couple good OBS, you know, I know some people. <laughs> I know a team of exceptional observers. No, but seriously, um, yeah, l- listen like you said they have a beautiful space they treated the player i think the hospitality uh hospitality aspect of the entire thing like it was the best event from the players perspectives like as far as the experience went like they, they loved it everyone's looking forward to hopefully receiving that secondary invite but there will be less invites naturally because now we have these qualifiers um who's to say dreamhack is going to be the only track to qualify for uh the saudi event they're clearly going to have a known separate track there has to be a separate track right for for some a, of the like other gamers squad. without
1: borders right that's like they you did know last year that's so. what
0: they did last year so they've been very receptive to partnering with like big mainstream um you know third party activations happening so i'm sure there's other rumblings out there again that's all to be determined we're just speculating here but should be really awesome so i mean uh, with that not to continue to harp on it, but what what a year to come. I mean, today's the the fifth of the recording. I'm gonna release it right afterwards. Uh this weekend, it's happening. Dream Hack is this weekend. You can pick up tickets if you're in the San Diego area to go just check out the BYOC hang out in the Fortnite land pit uh and, and just watch what's going on and be there in person. I forgot to even mention that. This is not just for gamers. I mean, you could go and hang out and, like, experience it. So um, think about it if you're in California, if you have time on the 7th, 8th, or 9th. Uh, 9th, of course, being the finals day, the 7th uh, and 8th being the qualifiers to play in those. So DreamHack is available. Tickets are uh, online. Go, Go Google. That's what you can do 100%. to go check it out. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to go, I got to go push a tweet for them. They want us to shout it out. They loved our announcement video that practice ever put out. I think it had, it hit almost 50k views on Twitter, which is pretty good Jeez. for like, not like that's pretty good, dude. Like 50k views on like a, a one or two minute video that me and Connor filmed in the house. Um, just super awesome. I was just like, yo, Connor, pull up, bro. Like, I, I want to do a video. I don't want to just like tweet about it. Like, let's, let's make a video, man. Let's really talk about what this means for us. So um, that was, that was pretty dope to do.
1: That is pretty dope. I mean, look, uh, honestly, I've been to these Dream Hacks now. Been to Dallas, been to Atlanta, uh, both at a working capacity and just an enjoyer, like a guest of just being there. And I got to say, these Dream Hacks are incredible events to be a part of. So if you get the opportunity to to go and you're close by, or even if you're not close by and you want to get a last-minute ticket, go. These are so much fun. You get to meet some incredible people. Uh, I know so many people going. It, It is just... It is worthwhile if you are in the gaming yeah, sphere. If you're, if you're a fan,
0: like Mr. Savage is going, like you literally, yeah, like you get what I'm saying? Like not not just like, oh, you're going to go watch Fortnite. No, like like some of the biggest creators are going to be there. Like this is really awesome. Just get out there and have fun.
1: Well, and I, I saw people like Foosley are going to be out there. Yep. But like uh, for Atlanta, Mr. Savage did a whole meet and greet. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Genuinely, there's so many opportunities to connect with creators uh in a small or in a big way so if you're a gamer or if you're in this scene and you want to really kind of take what you do to the next level participating in dream hacks and being there even just involved uh as a as a viewer or consumer of the overall experience it is so worth it
0: yeah and just not to forget i also saw like a little banner a promotional banner face is doing like his own like like basically can you beat me at my best game mode like zone war and like or like a one-on-one some kind of wild like promo banner if you beat him you get to like win some prize or something so faye sway is going to be there basically going head to head with crowd members who think he's a fluke yeah you're about to see what that controller uh player can do like there's there's some cool stuff there man in in Again, just go check out DreamHacks online stuff. Uh, it, it's all public. It's on their Twitter's. Um, really, really cool stuff. So to jump on and just kind of close out on, on a little fun note, Nick Murks, maybe trolling, maybe not trolling. Uh, he he <laughs> goes to lead and break the internet as usual when someone his size says something. Uh, everyone covers it. He says, "If you cheat on games." You should be thrown in jail. And he starts an entire conversation about how cheating in video games should be a punishable crime by law. And it's because his mental uh, state was basically, he he felt abused this weekend. He felt bullied for 20 hours. He had a broadcast. He was getting stream sniped, cheated on, all types of crazy stuff. And he thinks people should be thrown thrown in jail. What do you think about this, Panda?
1: Well, well, let's give the, the people the full tweet. So he said, if you cheat and hack in video games, you should 100% be sent to jail. I know the majority of y'all are busy touching grass and, and I'm not going to say that word. And that's lit. Super happy for you. But your boy just spent 20 hours getting hacked on in an online video games. And I've had enough. So like you mentioned, to give that full context, he just went through a grueling, grueling gaming experience where it was just nonstop uh, what he thinks is, is getting cheated uh, or hacked on, which is very, very possible. And he, When you have a an a audience of that size, it's going to draw in people that would like to disrupt the flow of what you're trying to do. So it's very, very possible that that was happening. But Nick seems to bring up this conversation what feels like annually. And it right. is that annual time where where he's like, why aren't you all in jail? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, really really spin up the combo. Um, dude, I hear the thunder is rumbling outside of Texas right now. If this episode abruptly ends for some reason, I'm gonna be salty. I mean, if my internet went out or something <laughs> like that. So we're gonna have to conclude here, Panda. Play a save Uh, just to start wrapping this up. It's 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 getting pretty dangerous out there. Uh, let the people at home know where they can find you, man. And again, thank you for jumping on this this little one-on-one me and you episode right now.
1: Of course, man. Find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash life w Make sure you're following the YouTube. Uh, some things coming here shortly. Um, but, yeah, content. I know I say this from time to time. It's back. It's, right, back. it's back. Panda's back. 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 He, he's, Next week. He's, he's, he's not back. playing
0: games. He's here. He's got a schedule. His calendar's booked. He will commit. We're going to make sure he commits. Um, <laughs> guys, don't forget to send all your complaints to me at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. This has been your boy, monster d face here and and i'm out all right hit me up online if you need anything uh sorry for the abrupt ending but i really want to end with a normal closeout so don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales peace y'all